Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Industrial Triple Team Traffic continues every six minutes with Mark Aram. I'm Doug Turnbull on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Happy Friday, everybody. Stay dry, stay safe, and have fun this Friday Eve. That's our job, the having fun part. Mark Aram and gang with you till 8 in the p.m. Got a really fun show. Comedian John Heffern's going to join us in studio. Loti and I are going to play a little time zone trivia. We'll see if my time zone acumen has gotten better. Uh, Michael Seiden from Channel 2 is going to join us. So a guy I know a couple weeks ago died, was killed, and Jeez. they charged... The guy that was involved with murder. Yeah, and it's a prominent uh, Atlanta attorney. So it's like a personal story for me because I know the victim personally. I, I knew the guy. Yeah. And uh, now they're charging the guy with murder. So Michael Seiden's going to break that down for us in the second hour of the show. Um, but I want to start off with you guys are, you guys, are, well, I'm friends with two, you two on Facebook, not with Deb Green, but that's understandable. Deb, Deb eschews me outside of uh, work, which I get totally Deb Green. I'm honestly not on Facebook Understood. except for the river. I just like chopping, uh, busting chops. Um, so on Facebook, I guess up north now, all the kids are going back to school, mm-hmm. including the college kids, which they, I think they've been in, in tech's been back for a while now. So I've got friends that I went to high school and college with that have kids starting college. Like starting their freshman year of college, and it's like, oh, I don't even have a kid yet, you know. Like, <laughs> like I, one of my still trying to adult. <laughs> yeah, one of my high school friends is a grandmother twice over, same age as me. Holy moly! I know, and I'm like, oh, I have a two dogs, you know. Like, <laughs> but that's it's like really hitting home that like my friends, my contemporaries, yeah, have college age kids, and it was anyway. It was like, oh, let me just like the post, but like, holy smokes, you have a college kid. You're still a college kid to me. You know, Ralph Malozzi, Opie. Opie's got a girl going to college? That's nuts. He, yeah, I, like he wasn't responsible to take care of himself, let alone it. Anyway, so I, I, I was just on this, going down this memory lane. And my, my uh, uh, college, I'm an alumnus of Marist College in New York. And I forgot they do this thing every year where they, they profile the incoming freshman class. And they, they released this. So Marist College is famous for the Marist poll, political polls, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but they do this thing every year where they, they go in-depth on the freshman class just to show you what lives these 18-year-olds have lived so far. And they put out 60, like, lists. It's called the mindset list. What's the mindset of a college freshman this year? Oh, Lord. And it's applicable to me now because I have friends that are now, now college freshmen. So I'm just going to read a couple of these. This is interesting. So this is the, the mindset of a college freshman this year. Um, number one, like Pearl Harbor for their grandparents and the Kennedy assassination for their parents, 9-11 is a historical event. So so oh. freshmen in college this year, 9-11 to them is like the right. Vietnam War or the Korean War was to us. 
Yeah, so my niece starts college next week, and oh, that's exactly, it's exactly what she thinks of it. Like, it, she was not even one. Yeah. Yeah, so it's so long ago to it's her. It's a historical that's event. so weird. It's the moon landing for for us. Yeah. But. 9-11. And 9-11 seems, I mean, I can't believe it's been that long. I know. It seems literally like yesterday. So the freshmen of, in college this year, 9-11 is a historical event to them. They have no recollection of that. The primary use of your phone for freshmen has always been to take pictures. Seriously? So the, the, a phone to them is primarily a picture-taking device. Which is also known as a camera. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a camera. Yeah, exactly. Do they even know what that is? Again, my niece, right? Yeah. Um, she did not know how to find the keypad. Because we'd been like, well, call whoever, and she stared at it blankly. <laughs> she knows how to text people, yeah. but she, she's like, well, where's the keypad? She had to try to find the keypad because she's never dialed anything before. There was a great video on Facebook or YouTube where the, they had, like, a couple of teenagers. The dad put down a rotary, rotary dial. Phone. I saw that. <laughs> Amazing. That was one of the best videos. But I to them, watched. the smartphone, the number one purpose of the smartphone is not to call, not to text, not to, it's to take, take pictures. pictures. Uh, what did you call it, Longoria? A camera. A camera, yeah. <laughs> a camera yes. Uh, for them, for incoming freshmen, the nation's mantra has always been, if you see something, say something. They've always <laughs> been alive. <laughs> They've that's That's been around right. for their whole lives. See something, say something. The big tech for Apple, Facebook, Amazon, and Google are to them what the big three automakers were to their grandparents. Sure. So that Ford, Chevy, whatever, that's Dodge, yeah. the, the big three for them yeah, yeah, yeah. are Apple, Google, Facebook, Amazon. It's the big four. Here's what, here's an interesting one. Nearly half of their generation, again, college freshmen right now, is composed of people of color. That generation, half of them are people of color. That's a, that's a stark demographic uh, sh- shift right there. Um, well, would, be, would it be because more are mixing together yep. than you're... Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. Um, for that, for a college freshman, Oklahoma City has always had a national memorial at its center. Their yeah, whole okay. life has been yeah. post Oklahoma City bombing. Um, listen to this: freshman, college freshmen, right now have always had to take their shoes off going through security at the airport. That's crazy. Because <laughs> I remember uh, yeah. not having to do that. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I'm going to add to this: they've never been able to just go to the gate and meet somebody. Remember back in oh, the day? Yeah. Oh yeah. You come home, you'd fly home, and your parents would wait for you at the gate and be like, "Oh, come give me your." Give and me. you went through the half-ass mail detector. No one really cared what you brought in. Exactly. Just you through all the way exactly. To the gate. Like, oh, what do you got? A, a grenade launcher? Yeah, fine. You're good. <laughs> They've they always make you set it in the tray and then go through and then <laughs> exactly. give it back to you on the other side. Freshmen have always, I mean, have always had to take their shoes off in security. That's sad. Does it seem like a more recent development? It, be, it seems super recent. Yeah. The shoe bomber seems like it happened just a long a few time years ago. ago. Just right. a few years ago. I've got some more of these. The mindset of a college freshman in 2019. Here's something interesting, and, I, and it's, it's interesting to me because I just Nova just did this whole documentary series on the planets. They went from like Venus and Mars, uh, Venus and Mercury. And then Mars and then Jupiter. It's really interesting stuff. Uh, for a freshman this year, there's always been something on Mars. They've, there's always been something that's landed. There's We've always had something on Mars. Gotcha, that's what gotcha, I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah. That's insane to me. Can you remember how big deal it was when that the rover thing landed? <laughs> right, right. Unbelievable. Um, as they crawled on the floor, these are freshmen this year in college, that's when TV headlines began crawling at the bottom of the TV screen. Oh, the little crawl on the, the little TV crawl. So it's basically... I don't even remember when that happened. It just kind of... 9-11. Just happened. Oh, wow. It was 9-11 was when that happened. 
I think CNN was the only one that ever had a crawl, but nobody paid attention to it. I don't even think they had one before then. They might not have. Yeah, I think that all started, like, Bloomberg had stuff. Yeah, Bloomberg had all kinds of things. Yeah, they had it. It was was like a clown show on there. What's going on? (laughs) But I think 9-11, because there was so much news that they were like, how are we going to do this? And then all the news started putting the crawl on there. Uh, Pink slime has always been a food additive for freshmen in college. (laughs) Um, Here's an interesting one. Only two-thirds of college freshmen this year identify themselves as exclusively heterosexual. What? Just two-thirds. I don't know. Uh, look, I don't even know what to if, add to if that. You th- if you th- I, I'm, I, agree, I actually agree with this statistic. If you look at, just look at our work environment. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I mean, it might be a little high, a little low rather, whatever. But two-thirds just exclusively heterosexual. It's it, it, as things become more open. Right, and, I was going to say more people are talking, yeah, more people are telling exactly. you about But it may have been hidden back in the day. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think more people are, are free to, to say it. And, and good for them. That's that's awesome. Um, YouTube has become the video version of Wikipedia for them. <laughs> um, again, these are for inside the mind of a freshman. There's always been an American Taliban. That's weird. Um, Troy Aikman has always been... A football commentator, not a football player. <laughs> Troy Aikman. <laughs> they don't know him as a football player. Yeah, they don't yeah. know him as 20 concussions. No, exactly. <laughs> they only know him as a commentator. Inside the mind of a freshman at Marist College, it's always been illegal to use a handheld cell phone while driving in New York State through their whole lives. I can see that. That's a good one. Alex Trebek on Jeopardy has never had a mustache in their life. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Exactly. Um... They've always been concerned. Freshmen this year in college have always been concerned about catching the West Nile virus. <laughs> Freshmen this year have always had smartwatches. Freshmen this year, um, oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and Pirates, since they've been alive, have never played at Three River Stadium, which is where we grew up watching yeah, the Pirates yeah. and the Steelers play. Cal Ripken has been retired their whole lives. That's nuts. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Here, has <laughs> that always, is crazy. And here's one as we go to break, just to bring it back for uh, for entertainment purposes. Monica and Chandler have always been married on Friends. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> They've gosh. always been married. Inside the mindset of a college freshman. You feel old now, folks? I certainly do. We'll come back. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark or Aram. We're going to have a fun show tonight. It's Friday. Let's kick back, relax, and enjoy on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Eighty degrees on Peachtree Street. I'm very happy, Longoria. We're gonna call this puppy a five on the Mark Aram Show back. Wow, it hasn't been that low. In a while. I know. The t- well, it was hot earlier, and then the rain shower came and it cooled things off. So good news there. Inside the mindset of a college freshman, making everybody feel old on the Mark Aram Show. Joe joins us in Atlanta. Joe, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. How are you? What's going on, Joe? Hey. Well, um, you opened up with saying that all your friends are. Uh, have kids who are entering college or even grandparents, and mm-hmm. I just wanted you not to feel so badly about not having had kids yet. Um, my my dad was 65 when I was born, um, and that's, you know, 
pretty old. Sure, but, sure. Um, I don't. I, let me. I, I didn't mean to say I felt bad. Hold on a second, Joe. I don't feel bad because I I'm 45 and I'm not ready to have a kid yet. I haven't had one yet because I'm not ready to take care of one. When that happens, maybe right. I'll have one. Yeah. Well, here's the other really cool part about him is that he was born in 1897. Oh my goodness. Right. So you know that. <laughs> To be, I mean, of course, he Understood. passed away when I was, you yeah. know, when I was younger. All right, so I can, longer, I can have a kid up till 65. That's what she's saying. 65? 65. Chris is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Chris. Hey, i got three three uh, examples uh, that the, the 18, 17, 18, 18-year-olds. Real quick, really, real really quick, fun. buddy. All right, so they would have never seen Michael Jordan play for the Bulls. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh... The only president, uh, the first president they can recall is George Bush Jr. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And the third one? Uh, the third one. They've always lived. Oh, here's one. They've always lived in a world where there's been a Mark Arab show. How about that, Longoria? That's great. They've always lived in a world where there's been a Mark Arab show. Mark Arab's always done their traffic in mornings. Makes me feel a little better. Michael Seiden from Channel 2 coming up next. This is the Mark Arab Show. The Mark Aram Show, brought to you by Engineered Solutions of Georgia. Hi, this is Lewis Gossett Jr. This is The Mark Aram Show. If you have any common sense, you should listen to The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. Happy Friday, one and all. Mark Aram and the Banana is going to keep you entertained for your ride home till 8 in the p.m. Don't forget, you can still register Deb Green. Well, not Deb Green, but you listening in your car can register for free gas. Just go to WSBRadio.com or register on the WSB Radio app and uh, listen for your name at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., 4 and 5 p.m. Did we give any gas away during the Erickson extravaganza today, Low T. Chuck? You don't know? No one called? So we're going to have more? We're going to have more on Monday then? Yeah. Wow. Scott Slade's going to be... starting at 600. Scott Slade's going to be making it rain on Monday. So make sure you register WSBRadio.com. John Heffron and uh, Brittany Tannenbaum from Access Atlanta still to come on the show. Not to bring you down, but an acquaintance of mine was killed a couple of weeks ago. And uh, it was under mysterious circumstances. Um, And fast forward to yesterday or two days ago, I believe... The uh, the suspect in his death was charged with murder. And not only mentioned in this case because I knew the victim, but because it's a really interesting situation. Covering the story for Channel 2 Action News and joining us on the program, Michael Seiden. Mike, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Mark, thanks a lot. Uh, appreciate you bringing me on. I wish it was uh, be- under better circumstances, but uh, always great to catch up with you. Likewise. So Michael's been covering the story for Channel 2. Again, a guy I know was was struck and killed by a vehicle, um, and it just seemed like a weird story. And eventually, uh, just a couple of days ago, Sandy Springs Police, Michael, charged the suspect with, among other things, murder. What can you tell the folks about this case? Yeah, you know, at the beginning of your program, Mark, I, I heard you say that you had a personal connection. Um, I didn't know the victim, Hamid Jahandar, personally, but, uh, you know, I grew up in East Cobb, so I uh, actually went to high school with his daughter. They were younger than I was, but, um, you know, what I heard is right when this thing broke, and this was uh, at the end of last month, uh, there were just tons of stories going around that this was some type of road rage incident. Of course, we reached out uh, to the Sandy Springs Police Department, but they released very few details and yesterday actually on wsbtv.com we broke a, a story we got our hands on a criminal complaint and basically the complaint broke down all the details of this road rage incident uh what happened was is that 
uh, I believe it was the evening of July 30th, uh, Hamid, who is known as a very prominent real estate investor, was checking out one of his investment properties in this little subdivision in Sandy Springs. Uh, I guess he was meeting painters at the house, and at some point the painters got lost, so he walked downstairs, uh, down the street uh, to try to find them. And at some point, uh, this is when this deadly encounter took place. Uh, a lot of the details, the very grisly details coming out, but it appears this was all over a golf ball. Yeah, I read, I read the police report, and, and according to the, the suspect's name, uh, what's the suspect's name again, Michael? Yeah, it's Brian Schmidt, who he's actually a, uh, a lawyer uh, in Atlanta. He, uh, he, he practices law, works for a firm, um, and he was headed home to his Sandy Springs house about two miles away. Uh, when this all went down. So Schmidt alleges that uh, Hamid, the man I know or knew, threw a golf ball at his car, turned around to confront Hamid about throwing a golf ball at his car, and he said uh, Hamid then threw a garbage can toward his car. He swerved to miss the garbage can and ran over Hamid. Uh, but uh, it turns out video evidence has surfaced, and that's the, his story doesn't jive with what the video shows. Right. So what happened was in the days that followed... Uh, this investigation, they actually, there was a couple homes in the area that had home surveillance video. Also, there was a guy uh, working for an AC company who actually had dash cam video. And so they were able to obtain that surveillance, and it told a completely different story, really. Uh, the main thing that came out of that video was that he essentially waited about 25 seconds and then floored it into the driveway. Uh, that's what police said, according to this criminal complaint. So this whole narrative that the suspect had about uh, him crashing into uh, a garbage can that then actually hit um, Hamid, that just wasn't the case, according to this criminal complaint. And through the investigation so far, this wasn't uh, these two gentlemen, Hamid and uh, Mr. Schmidt, didn't know each other prior to this. There was no, you know, there's no backstory to this. This was just this guy was driving through this neighborhood. He alleges that. Uh, the victim threw a golf ball at his car, turned around, ran over him, and killed him. And that's where we get the murder charge from because his story didn't jive with what uh, the evidence is showing. Right, Michael? Right. Absolutely no connection. These two men didn't know each other. It's interesting. Um, in that criminal complaint, uh, Hamid's brother says that he was on the phone with Hamid when this all happened. All of a sudden, you heard his brother say uh, twice, you know, I didn't throw it. I didn't throw it. Get out of my face. And then the line went dead. Another interesting thing that we found out with these uh, new court documents is that uh, when Sandy Springs police went over to the house of the suspect, Brian Schmidt, to interview him, uh, they actually found Hamid's phone had been lodged in one Un of the windshield wipers. Unbelievable. So just crazy, crazy. Michael Seiden from Channel 2 joins us. So the suspect turned himself in to, uh, to the authorities. What's the next process in this case, Michael? Right. So uh, next week, I believe Tuesday, he is going to appear in front of a judge. Uh, he hired a pretty big time uh, criminal defense attorney, Don Samuels. Uh, they're going to be asking for a bond. They're going to make their case and, and try to present evidence and see if the judge will uh, release him on bond. I know history says it's very rare that you see anybody get out when they are facing such serious charges as murder and an aggravated assault like uh, Mr. Schmidt's facing. But we'll see what happens. He's got uh, quite the legal team. But, uh, you know, just one other note, as we mentioned, you know, if you're somebody from Atlanta like myself, I mean, so many connections. And there's just been a lot of people in the community who have been impacted uh, by this tragedy. So we're expecting a lot of family uh, and friends of Hamid. Uh, to be packing that courtroom in Fulton County yeah. next week. J just a horrible, horrible story. And, and, and take away the fact that I actually knew this guy 
um, the, the road rage possibility of, of is just a, it's just an awful story. Michael, thanks for giving us the details on it, sir. No problem, Mark. Thanks for having me. Take on. care. Have a great weekend. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I read the police report. I've never re- read a huge police report like that. It was like 55 pages. I'm going to show you what it looks like. It's it's crazy. Not you, the listener, but Chuck in Longoria. Deb, maybe. Um, but, like, every part of that investigation, like the, the evidence scene, they're like, I put on a new pair of gloves, and then I did this, and then I put on a new pair of gloves. Crazy stuff, like real-life CSI kind of stuff. 404-872-0750, back after this on The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 830, no, it's 83 degrees. One of these is the thermometer, Mark. One of these is the uh, time clock. It's a, we call those a clock. Can you believe can you how tired Camera. I am? Yeah, I was just going to say, it's clearly Friday. My blood, my blood sugar is low. It's just dropping. I was planning on getting Chinese food for dinner tonight, but with these tariffs... Yeah. <laughs> it's too expensive. So the I'm, cheapest food you could buy. Listen, it's too expensive. I'm now. patriotic. I'll I'll back the Chinese tariffs as long as this doesn't impact my Chinese food. Yeah. Do Do we know you're our our political expert, Chuck? I'll know more on Monday. Am I going to pay more for wonton soup? I, I'll know more on Monday. All right. I would that, brace yourself. That's when that's when Go you can question my loyalty, President Trump. <laughs> when I start paying more for pork fried rice, that's when my loyalty can yeah. be questioned. And I mentioned this to Von Hessler this morning. You know, the Denmark little brouhaha? Oh, yeah. Don't mess with my Danish butter cookies, President Trump. Man. Like, if I don't get those this Christmas... International food's here, a big thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you know I'm, what's cheap right now? Enchiladas. <laughs> <laughs> Once they build the wall, though, hey. those enchiladas are going to be tough to come by. What I should do right now is jump on Amazon yeah. and get, like, two cases of... I mean, not just... Those blue tins, no. cases Case. of those oh, Danish yeah. butter cookies. I love those. I, they're so good. Every Christmas I go home and there's like a stack of them in my dad's office. I'm like, yes. He goes, no, those are gifts. I'm sending those to people. I love those days. So listen, President Trump, do what you got to do. I'm loyal to America to a point. When it impacts my Danish butter cookies or my General Tso's chicken, that's when I push back on the tariffs and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But hopefully it's not going to. I think we'll be okay. All right. But you're going to update us I'll on let Monday. you know more on Monday. All right. I'll have a wonton update for yeah. you. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think New Dragon uh, Chinese, let me give them a plug, on Collier Road, I don't think they're importing goods from China. I don't think so. Like, this is, I think it's all American-grown yeah. Chinese food. So it shouldn't be impacted by the tariffs. But the Danish butter cookies, they've yeah, got to be imported, right? Yeah. But I don't think there's any tariffs yet on the Danes. You never know. Not Who yet. knows? Just don't. Again, wait till Monday. Yeah. All right. Chuck's going to have an update. Remind me, Longoria. Chuck's going to update. Tariff update. The tariff with update with low T, Chuck. I love it. Kind of like the uh, the crop report. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing the ag report. Yeah, the ag report with low T and the tariff report. All right. When we come back, uh, comedian John Heffron's in studio. Brittany Tannenbaum from Access Atlanta. And then I'm going to go heads up with low T with a little time zone trivia on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. What do you know? This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. Welcome back, Friday.
Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show with you Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Don't forget, we're giving away free gas again next week. You can register online at WSBRadio.com or the WSB Radio app and then listen for your name at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., 4 p.m., and 5 p.m. You can win, ooh, up to $1,000 in free gasoline courtesy of us here at WSB. Uh, joining us in studio, longtime friend of the show. He's at the Punchline tonight and tomorrow. Comedian John Heffron. John, how are you, my friend? I am doing wonderful, sir. Thank you. And I'm looking around the studio. Here's what I like so far. Yeah. I, I, maybe it's somewhere that that we're on radio with Correct. each other. We're talking yep. and we're doing what, what radio people do. Here's what I like. Uh, there's no cameras. We're, we're not uh, Facebook libing anything. <laughs> we're not Instagram streaming anything. No, just... You're not tweeting as I'm talking to you. <laughs> You're not TikToking it. Or yes. or whatever. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, kind of old. It's kind of like old school. What you're doing it's right a here. Personal thing. So I, I don't know if you heard the first hour of the show, but so my my uh, alma mater, Marist College, puts out this list every year. That's like that highlights or profiles the freshman class. And okay. I don't know how how you feel about getting old like we are. But so like the 18 year olds, they they put out this list of 18 year olds. This is their life. They've never not known a pre-9-11 world. They've never oh, wow. uh, yeah. not known um, th- their phones, for example. Their phones have always been primarily used as a camera more than anything else. So it's just a nice little look into where the future is. And freshmen in college this year have, have this different perspective. And, I, and it reminded me of something you used to talk about, that um, there was a time back when you were in your car driving around the radio wouldn't tell you what song was playing. Right. Well, I mean, if you even go back to, let's say, when we were in, in college uh, back in, what, 1776? <laughs> About then, One yeah. day after we fought in the war. <laughs> um, it, it's, I remember going to work where, you know, I wouldn't have uh, a watch on because you're a kid. You don't wear yeah, a watch exactly. then. Or you didn't have a cell phone. And I had nothing digital in my car. So this sounds archaic. But you would drive and you wouldn't know what time it was. <laughs> you would literally, if you worked early morning like yeah. a landscaping job, you would use the sun to determine if you were late or not for work. Absolutely. You go, it seems lighter out than normal. Yeah. There's no way I'm not. Or you had to drive by a bank. That was it. That's <laughs> the only place where you it. saw digital. And that was only that short. T- yeah. You tell a kid now, yeah, back in my day, we didn't know what time it was because there was nothing. <laughs> They're like, what are you talking yeah, about? If you didn't have a watch, you didn't know what time it was. You really didn't. If you were, Well, that's why radio stations back in the day were always would do the double talk, 8, 7, exactly. 15, 15 after 7, 45 I, I minutes to that. 8 o'clock. So they were constantly giving you the time because yeah. you would know. But now you're like, or I look at my dashboard and yeah. it's telling me everything. And it's telling me what song is on. Because I, I remember when, you know, when I was a teenager, you'd hear a song mm-hmm. and you would have to call the radio station. Yeah. What did you just play? What did you just play? And then you, <laughs> then they'd have the sheet and then the, hold on, what yeah. was it? That was Mr. Mr. Carrier. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Then you'd have to hear that song. Uh, and again, you wouldn't know the artist or whatever because everything was new. And then you'd have to drive to the mall because that's where we used to keep yep. music for those. <laughs> that's I don't know if you have younger music. people listening, but <laughs> now when you drive by buildings where they say Ford lease, there used to be stuff inside. Yeah, of those. exactly. Uh, then you'd have to go up to the counter and then you would have to sing that song. That you heard later earlier that day to that random person in a members only. There was, there was uh, John Heffron's in studio, by the way, folks. He's at the Punchline tonight, tomorrow. Tickets online at punchline.com. There was a, a critical moment in my musical development when 
Um, this I'm talking cassette generation here. Okay. So I'd hear a song. Oh, what is that? That's uh, Quiet Riot, Metal Health, or whatever. Let's go. And I like that song. But I didn't have the $10 or whatever to buy yeah. the full album. But I would walk into Caldor. I don't know if you had those in Michigan. Caldor. It was like the precursor to uh, Walmart. It's like a Woolworths okay. or whatever. And they had these things called cassette singles. Oh, yeah, and yeah. for like a buck ninety nine, I could get that song that I just heard on the radio, and it was it was game changer. I was like, oh, now I can play this song all the time. Yeah, and it's funny too. Like the older you get, you look at younger people, and then you, you know if you if you're doing this, you have to stop complaining about the younger people yeah. and how they do things differently th- than you. Or some people are very like, the problem with these millennials. Listen, <laughs> the, young kids, those eighteen year olds, yeah. grew up in a are grow grew up in a completely different world Absolutely. than you did. Yeah. You can't use your your barometer of how life was because things change. Yeah. That's what that's what gets me crazy about people. Well, you know what? We need to make America how it used to be. What? When you're 12 and you had a BMX bike? That's what you're looking for yeah. when you didn't know what was going on. But it, but it happens every generation because I, I remember my mom, and I love my mom. She's awesome. But we were at a bar mitzvah, right. and my mom was like, the, you know, the 13-year-old girls are there invited. Yeah. And mom was like, I cannot believe what she's wearing yeah. to this thing. That is disgraceful. And I'm thinking, I've seen pictures of my mom in the 70s. Yeah. I know her mom was saying the same yeah. thing. Like, look at those bell-bottom jeans. They're so tight. It's just a, a cyclical it's thing. It's the same. Yeah, our parents now, look at these girls. Really? Because you were dressed exactly like Madonna. <laughs> and it was a thing. Exactly. So stop. Exactly. Like, like, I think, you know, if you're 20-something, if you're 18 to 20-something... You're supposed to bug people that are 50 plus. That's just the cycle of life, <laughs> exactly. right? So I was in whatever city I was in Austin recently, and they had those little scooters you can rent. The e-scooters, oh, right? They're, they're annoying, here, yeah. right? And they're annoying, and the, and the kids on them are 100% annoying. I, w- I will say that. However, I'm sure I annoyed people my age now when I was 19 and I came rollerblading past them. You know, in my Spuds McKenzie shirt and that's, my polo cologne. It's, it's, I was equally as annoying then as as people are now. That's, you know, it's funny because, so e-scooters are a big deal here in Atlanta. We've had four people die on them. Oh, yeah, like, they're horrible. I'm not saying they're not, but. It's yeah. like a huge issue here. And, I, and I'm glad you brought up the rollerblades. I'm <laughs> like, because remember that, like people were up in arms, all these people rollerblading. When is the last time you saw someone rollerblade? Yeah, that's what I mean. So it just, it's just, I'm sure there was some kid in the 1800s who had a cup and a string <laughs> and a ball. And that kid was trying to catch it. And then some like, guy from the 1700s was yeah. like, these kids with the cup and string and the ball, the they don't even pay attention. Unbelievable. Uh, John Heffron in studio on the Mark Aram Show. So I was watching a movie last night, I don't know if you ever saw it, uh, Forget Paris with Billy Crystal. He was an NBA referee. Maybe. Anyway, I mean, it was a decent movie. I'm a big Billy Crystal fan. But it made me think of you. So he's an NBA referee, so he travels a lot like a stand-up comedian. Right. And he had routines with his fellow referees. So there's like a a crew of three NBA refs. Right. And they'd go to Indianapolis, and they'd they'd go to a movie, and then they'd go to dinner, blah, blah, blah. But then he meets this girl, and he wants to start going to museums now in every city. And his, co- his uh, fellow ref's like, museum, we're going to the movies, and we're going to have dinner. What the hell are you talking about? Is there something you do? Because you're always on the road. You're, you're in Atlanta. You're in Charlotte. You're in uh, New Jersey. When you go to a city, do you actively look out to do stuff like, what do you do when, when you're not on stage? I, I used to not. I used to just sit in my room. I'd do the show, <laughs> yeah. go back to the room, find some horrible donut place, yeah. eat all night, yeah. and then sleep in, and maybe go work out and do the show. Okay. Uh, but I was also married for 
a, a chunk. Yeah. And now I'm no longer. So you've got more. So, so now I, I, I don't have the normal things that I do because I'm a free man yes. to do whatever I, I, I want. Yeah. So I'm trying to just to do more yeah. of that stuff. But then I do it. Like, I'll go, like, I'm going to go to the aquarium. Yeah. And I'm so lazy that this when I'm there, yeah. you know, I'm like, ugh. I well, that's just... why I think you have to have a thing. Like, if you're traveling. I don't know what my thing is. Like, I'm trying to find a thing. hobby. Like, yeah. how do you find, this is a different thing. How do you find a hobby at, how do you, re- <laughs> like, 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 I literally got divorced, selling my house, deciding where I want to move. So I'm doing a hard reset mm-hmm. just in life. And then now I'm like, okay, I can do anything I want now, but I, I can't figure do? out my hobby. Like, do I pick up nunchucks? So do you know what I picked up? Because I went through the, the same ukulele. thing. Ukulele? I bought a ukulele. I'm like, I, should I learn that? I got back into... Crocheting. Almost. Collecting baseball cards. So I was a big baseball card collector when I was like 12 or 13. Right. And then I, I got divorced and I need a hobby, blah, blah, blah. And I rediscovered baseball cards. And you know what's awesome now as an adult? I can buy whatever the yeah, hell I want. Ken, that's the thing. <laughs> I can buy whatever I want. So that's been my my hobby now to keep me busy. Yeah, I need one. Like. I don't even know how you find one at a certain, you know. Yeah. Well, what did you like when you were 13? Well, you know what? When I was 13, I kind of actually looked back at that. I was like, do I buy a new Mongoose BMX bike? <laughs> did you have one as a kid? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I had the crappy yeah. JC Penny bikes. I never had the Mongoose. I'm like, do I ride? Like, <laughs> I would like to have one of those days. I would like to get a BMX bike. Ride around town, maybe do go it. to like a Seven Eleven, get it. like a two liter Mountain Dew. This sounds horrible on my stomach, but yeah. let's just keep fantasizing. Yeah. I sit there, I drink it, you know. I would do it. I would go. You know what? I never. I always had hand me down bikes for my cousins. Yeah, yeah. So did I. Yeah. And I never had a good, cool bike. And like my neighbor down the street, I lived in a small town. He like was like a racer. There's always the one kid yes, who's like, like professional, like yeah. he has trophies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he would have like an eight hundred dollar mongoose or whatever it yeah. cost back in the. No, 80s. I had a Huffy. I had a, like a, a Kmart one that yes. weighed maybe five six hundred exactly. pounds. And then you pick up those mongoose ones and you could lift it with one finger. They were, yeah, my dad was a truck driver. We didn't yeah. have. I think I yeah maybe my, I had a mon. Guys, yeah, it was like just a knockoff or something, or I, I put think, stickers on it. Is it. Do they still make those? Because I literally might buy one this weekend. I've never had so a good So I bike. talked to, I mentioned it, and some guy, this was like in, in whatever city it was, goes, I have one in my garage. My yeah. wife wants me, and it was this light blue and white. If uh, you saw a picture of it, you'd be like, yeah, that's yeah, the one. Absolutely. And he wanted to trade for tickets to my show. Done. And he just never showed up. Oh, no. He kept sending me pictures of the bike. I'm like, who, who teases? <laughs> this is like the second time in my life where I thought I was going to get a Mongoose. So yeah. I remember my parents kept saying, I'm going to get a bike, I'm going to get a bike. And then when I got it, it was a 10-speed Yeah, with the handlebars that did that weird... I never owned a 10-speed. No. And I, I'm, like, I'm like, uh, I wanted a Mongoose. With the big knobby tires, you can go off-roading. But is it weird, though, somebody, let's say, my age. Yeah. I'm 49. Okay. Um, riding on a, a a BMX bike. You know what? I and I'm also single too. So like then you're fine. Now now I have. I think we could be ahead of the curve because we can't be do the I wear only cutoffs people. with with uh, <laughs> socks up up to my knees. You know, you know, you've got actually a shirt. I was just about to say oh, the yeah, old three quarter baseball. Three quarter. I just got to get a random number on it that yeah. makes no sense. Not even a sports team. Of I Philly. guarantee you, this is going to become a thing. People, kids, uh, guys our age that didn't experience the awesome, cool bikes in our childhood, 
now buy them, and we're going to have adult-only kind of like tracks around town. So we we feel welcome. There's not going to be like kids driving around. It'll just be us. No, what I like dudes. to do, I, I don't know if I want to take any big jumps or anything like that, because who knows no. if I have insurance. I would like to do this move where I used to ride the bike and then kind of get off before you're done and then throw it down. Ooh, that was, And then jump. The stunt Because you never use kickstands. The stunt move. Yeah, where you kind of you yeah. kind of jumped off of it and go. Yeah. I like it. All right, we'll work on that during right. the break. Hang out one more segment. Perfect. All right, John Heffron's in studio. Great comedian. He's at the Punchline tonight and tomorrow. Get your tickets now, people. Uh, punchline.com or bring a uh, a BMX bike and, and <laughs> yeah yeah if you want to be, yeah, yeah, you got swap BMX the bike. Yeah, yeah. tell the bouncer like no he seriously said if I brought a bike I can get in all right hang tight we'll be right back this is the Mark Aram show. Mark Aram on ninety five point five WSB Atlantis News and Talk. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Coming up in just a little bit, Brittany Tannenbaum from Access Atlanta. Going to tell us what is hot and popping in Metro Atlanta this weekend. Nothing hotter or popping more than uh, comedian John Heffron. He is at the Punchline tonight and tomorrow. Tickets online at punchline.com. Real quick, we don't have much time, John. So you're making the move or you made the move from L.A. to Detroit. Ish, yeah. Is it, how's that going? Is it okay? Are you enjoying it? Uh, yeah, it's uh, sell my house in... Uh California, yeah. and just posting up in Michigan for a second until yeah. I decide where I want to go. Because I can live anywhere in the country sure. that I want. As long as there's an airport with a hub, right? You yeah, can... and I'm like, do I Airbnb it in every city? Because, you know, now divorced without kids, I'm yeah. kind of lawless in a sense. Yeah. I, can, I can live anywhere. <laughs> but it's almost too many decisions. Lawless. Like, it's almost yeah. too much. Where, like, here's the world. I'm like, ah, that's too many what options. Do, what do you do with your stuff? I mean, so oh, you... I got rid of almost everything I own. Wow, really? I have a small storage unit of okay. just... Like Air Force was One, freeing? was that liberating? Oh, it's, it's unbelievable! I couldn't recommend it more to people. Your stuff holds you back; it stresses you out. Of it course. has no meaning. And I'm a hoarder, to, so I and get it. Listen, yeah. if you're a parent and you have older children, this is gonna be hard for you to hear. Here's what you get your your kids for one of their birthdays: is a bonfire <laughs> and burn all your stuff in front of your kids. All you, of it. Your kids don't want your stuff. Yeah. I know you're thinking, yes, they do. no, they don't. Leave them with with love and, and education and how to be a good human. They don't want grandma's dresser. It smells like cigarettes. I want you to go that nomad route. I like that. I'm trying. Yeah. I mean, that's the, the route I'm going to go. I'm thinking like Kung Fu. I'll just get a yeah. stick with a, a <laughs> handkerchief with my clothes. Absolutely. And after I perform like this weekend when I'm done with the punchline, yeah. I just Saturday late night, I just start walking. I look back at the marquee. They're changing the name yeah. to whoever's here next week. <laughs> and I just start just walking down Peach Street. Hear yeah. the music. Yeah, I just go. And then or I, you can do that while on a BMX bike. Either way. I jump you on the BMX the bike. But you Hopefully just... somebody brings me a well-conditioned mongoose <laughs> BMX But I'm sure there's somebody out there who's got one in their garage. It's just, your, there, kids no, don't like, your kids live in Wisconsin now. They're not coming back for it. There's someone that has 15 of them is freaking out right now. I got to get these bikes to John. I'll even buy you breakfast. Tell the folks where we can find you on social media and all that good stuff. Here's what you do. Uh, if you want to hear any of my new albums, because I have a brand new album coming out, just just type in Comedian John Heffern on, on uh, Pandora or Spotify. Start that thing. On Instagram, it's Comedian John. Just pretty much Comedian John Heffern. Beautiful. Um, I don't use Twitter because I don't feel like getting into political arguments. That's a smart move. Yeah. Always good to see you, my friend. Thank you so much. News, weather, and traffic next. Hang tight. This is The Mark Aram Show. This is Robert Wagner.
Wagner, and you're listening to that famous anti-dentite, Mark Aram. He packed in animals two by two, ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight, I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the dust, chip and hell, tell me about that master plan. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Been a long, exhausting week. I uh, hope you have weekend plans. If you don't, Brittany Tannenbaum from Access Atlanta is going to uh, tell us what you can or can't do. Full disclosure, Britt, I am uh, I'm going to be sleeping and doing fantasy football drafts this weekend. So I'm That's, sure... You're, you're living the dream, man. No, this is not a dream. I don't know <laughs> whose dream this is, but I am so, so tired. So I know. I'm not going to do anything fun this weekend. Before we get to what is fun this weekend... Yes. Um, I was told by a little birdie that you've had a, you had an interesting Uber experience. I did. Last weekend, we went to the Braves game. My, my boyfriend and I went to the Braves game, and um, we got home kind of late. He realized that his phone was left in the Uber oh, no. and it was dead. Okay. Okay. So like no way for me to call his phone sure, sure. and we didn't really know how to get in touch with the driver. Uber, I love Uber to death, but they make it very hard to get help. You know, so there, there's no number. Did you order the Uber on your phone or so he, did? he did? Oh, that's tough. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So they do have a little help center where you can choose what the issue was yeah. and that someone will email back with you but we were basically getting nowhere with them so they were just kind of going in circles of you know he has his email working shake shack email address yeah. and then his personal email address and they just weren't getting anywhere sure. with them so i look at the list of uh issues that you have you know i left an item in my in my car i uh didn't i had the wrong credit card so sure. payment whatever so i'm looking i'm like no one's getting back to us i'm gonna pick the most ridiculous issue on this list yeah. and see if it works for them to so get back to So what was the most ridiculous issue? I had an animal in my car. <laughs> <laughs> my driver had yeah. an animal in their car. Yeah. Sure enough. They get right back to you. A few hours later, they get right back yeah. to us and tell us the driver's name and the number and where we can contact him. So moral of the story is, if you lose something in with your- Uber. With Uber or yeah. at your with your Uber driver, just say they had an animal, animal in their car. car. They'll get right back that, to you. That's hilarious. <laughs> I once left. I've never done that. Knock on wood. But I, once in New York City, I left my cell phone in a cab, and this is pre-smartphone. This was like flip phone flip phone days. Mm -hmm. and that was gone. There's just, yeah, just no way of getting it back. It's the worst feeling. I mean, you feel empty, yeah. right? You feel just like naked without your phone. Yeah. And so we were so happy to get it back. Josh was going through this high and low of, yeah. you know, getting emails back from them. And then finally with the, with the animal in the car, they get back to us with the number. And it was just, it was a good You Sunday. must have been freaking out too. Kind, a little bit. Because I can imagine he's got very compromising pictures of Brittany on his phone. I know, right? <laughs> right? Such, such crazy uh, WSB pictures in, in my uniform and everything. So, uh, you know. So what, so what is going on with you at Access yes. Atlanta this weekend? So we have so much going on. We've got the Southern Wing Showdown uh, Festival. Actually, Whoa. it's not really called the festival. It's just called the Southern Wing Southern, Showdown. Is this chicken wings? Yes. Tell chicken wings it. from the best places all over Atlanta. Definitely something to go check out. General admission is 50 
$55, but kids 10 and younger get in free with a paying adult. What's 55 bucks get you? I'm assuming some wings. Yeah, so you can, uh, there are 30 different kind of unique wing flavors from all different kinds of restaurants Mm -hmm. around Atlanta, and they're going to have beer and all different kinds of spirits while you just kind of like take wings from all different stations. That's not bad. I, might, I know, man, right? I was thinking I was going to sleep, but I might. When is that? That is on August 25th. So what okay. is that, Sunday? Yeah. All I right. believe Sunday. I might be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we got the hookup if you'd like to go. <laughs> I know I know some people. I might have to get in touch with you that can uh, That can get you in. Also, there's a German beer fest over at Woodruff Park, and that is on Saturday. It's the 16th annual German beer fest. Uh, tons of samples of over 35 authentic German beer, mm-hmm. music, lots of food vendors, games, and tickets for that are $35. All right, so we got wings, we got beer. We got wings, Anything we got for beer. The soul? Anything culturally? We do have some jazz on the lawn over at Callenwald Fine Arts Center. We have everything for every occasion. Yes, tickets for that are $35, uh, just like the beer fest, and you can bring a blanket, a picnic, Get some uh, get some jazz on on the lawn and you know impress your date. That's I feel like that would be an impressive. That is a very take you know, her to the, that 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 deal and then do the wing fest. Yeah, so you get the best of both right. worlds. Like I'm doing both. I got like the arts. <laughs> I got the music. Then we're gonna go drink beer. I'm and, also and, a man of the people. And eat eating wing. wings. Right. Um, and sure don't leave your uh, phone in the Uber. I guess would be the moral of the story. Right. Or just say that there was an animal in there and get it back pretty quickly. I don't want you to uh, get too involved in the uh, chicken sandwich wars right now. Oh my I, god. We, we were talking ask, about this this morning. Have you had the Popeye's chicken sandwich so, yet? I have not had it, but I was talking with Fred yeah. and he was explaining to Brian the Chick-fil-A history yeah. and then the Popeye's history. And then I asked him, I said, Fred, like, have you had the Popeye sandwich? I don't think he's had it yet. Yeah. I know you have. You have, yes. And your thoughts on it? <laughs> I was blown away. And mine was 20 minutes old, so we sent a <laughs> little bit to the store to bring it back. Okay. So it was, it was, you know, 20 minutes after she picked it up, and it was still amazing. The thing is, though, listen, Chick-fil-A sandwich is, is incomparable. It's, right. it's This is a, just a different kind of chicken sandwich. It's it's bigger. It's got a thicker breading on it. It's just a, it's a whole different animal. So they're both awesome, but the and Popeyes lived um, up for the hype. Okay, good to know. But I do think people were confused because Popeyes... It's a chicken fast food restaurant. And when I ask people, I'm like, I think people are confused because they say their answer to me is, well, they've always had chicken sandwiches. Yeah. Not true. Not true at all. Right. It took them a long time to get on. You need to explain to the people what's going on because I think that there's some confusion out there. Someone told me off the air that Hank Aaron owns a bunch of Popeye's chickens. He does. Wait. You confirm that? um, Churches. Yeah. I don't know if it's changed to Popeyes. No, I had that's a, f- a different. A one. friend of mine okay. uh, back in high school. His dad was his lawyer. Yeah, might might still be. Yeah, and so his job in high school was to go around to the different churches, order uh, number like ones, number control. twos. Yes, and make sure that they were giving him the right things. So he would job. pick me up on Saturdays yeah. and just say, "You hungry?" And I go, <laughs> "Oh yeah, I'll come in the car and go eat some chicken at churches and make sure everyone's doing their job on a Saturday." That's fantastic. So, yeah. Right. So I don't know if he's you know still in the uh, in the Popeyes game or if maybe he switched over to the Popeyes game. But I know he's been in the chicken it was, game. It was probably churches, and someone just told me the wrong info. Got it. Um, all right. Well, listen, Brittany, we'll make sure you get a Popeyes chicken sandwich before you're on next Please week. Please do. I, I want your reaction. I was. I was really blown away. The spice. And how many pickles? Just two. Pic- I'm like a big. No, pickle. there's a lot of pickles. A lot and of pickles. Good pickles. So okay. Chick Fil A. I love the chicken sandwich, but I always get it without the pickles because I'm a pickle snob. Oh, I'm an extra pickle person. Yeah. So. so this had really good pickles, and there's a lot of them. 
It was really good. I'll, I'll hook you up this week. Okay. I got right. you, buddy. Thanks. Thanks, um, man. Everything's on WSBTV.com. Social yep. media, where can we find at you? At Access ATL. And for me, at Brit Elise, B-R-I-T-T-I-L-I-S-E. Always a pleasure, darling. Shabbat shalom. <laughs> All right, thanks, Brittany. Uh, now for uh, our second, I believe, edition, Deb Green, of Time Zone Trivia. That's right. This is where I may uh, get made to look like a fool because I don't know time zones at all. I know Atlanta's in the east, and I know LA's in the west, and I don't know any other time zone. It's called so, Pacific. Pacific, yeah, west, <laughs> Pacific, exactly. So Time Zone Trivia. All right. I'm going to be taking on Chuck. Um, Chuck is the defending champion, will go first. Because he's never played before. Oh, sure. yeah. <laughs> Well, we did the next day. We did the next day. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is basically Deb Green is going to name a city, and then Loti and I have to guess what time zone that city is in. All right, go ahead, buddy. Time zone trivia. Okay. So first, wait. Who starts? You first. Chuck's first. first. Okay. I'm first. All right. This one's. Oh, I think it's easy. All right. Uh, <laughs> first up, Tacoma, Washington. Oh, that's Pacific time zone. That's right. All right. All right, number two, Mark, Cincinnati, Ohio. They play in the National League Central. <laughs> I love your rationale here. But they also play in the AFC North, right? Or is that Central? Uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm going to say Central time zone. Uh, that's Eastern. Damn it. I'm so bad at this game. All right. All right. One nothing, Chuck. Go ahead. All right. Pensacola, Florida. Ooh, Pensacola, Florida. Mm-hmm. It's East Coast. No, Ooh. It voted Trump. Ooh. I'm still say it's in the Eastern time zone. No, it's, it's right at the, the very same, tip, tip of Central. Central. Yeah. Okay, dang it. It's in one of the middle time ah, zones. I talked myself, talk myself out of <laughs> you it. You yeah. just went with your gut. I know. All right, Mark, you ready? I'm going to tie this puppy up. Yes. All right, Yuma, Arizona. Time zone trivia. Me against Low T. Yuma, Arizona. It's either West or Pacific, whatever the hell you guys call <laughs> okay. it, or Mountain. Okay. I'm going to go... Western. No. Damn it. <laughs> First of all, it's Pacific. Mountain. But it's mountain time. Damn yes. it. Uh, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> all right. All right, Chuck, you're up. Time zone trivia continues. All right. Charleston, West Virginia. Ooh, that's going to be another one that's right on the edge. Uh, I'm, I'm going to still say that it's in the Eastern time zone. It is zone. Eastern time zone. Okay. Very good. Good job, good. Chuck. Good job. All right, Mark, you ready? It was a West Virginia. She's trying to throw you off like thinking uh-huh. it's West. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. right? All right. Go All ahead, right. buddy. Duluth, Minnesota. Duluth, Duluth, Duluth is on fire. Um, Minnesota plays in the American League Central. I'm saying Central Time Zone. That's right. Yeah. Central Time Zone. <laughs> there you go, buddy. The Midwest is pretty much all in the Central Time Zone there. All right. Except uh, for freaking Cincinnati, Ohio. That's considered Midwest. Oh, all right. Nah. All right. Go ahead. All right. Time Reno, Zone Trivia. Reno, Nevada. <laughs> Ooh, Reno, Nevada is going to be in, I think that's on the edge of the mountain time zone. It is not. It's specific. It's specific. It's yeah. I would have totally yeah. guessed mountain. Yeah. I know. Well, that's why I picked it. We used to go Reno's, down to Reno Reno's for bowling. right there on yeah. the mountains. I know, and it's right there on the- Lake Tahoe. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like right there on the edge. I think that's if you go another couple town. minutes that way, it switches. Yeah. shade town. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. I'm up. I get a you're chance right, to get in this thing. All right. Casper, Wyoming. I'm going to get this one. I've been to Cheyenne. Believe it or not, Chuck, I know you find that hard to believe. <laughs> I do find that hard to believe. I ate, I ate a buffalo steak in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Nice. Back in 2004. Um, mountain. That's right. Oh, nice. I think the whole state, I think all of Wyoming is mountain. Yeah. It's yeah. a big state. I, yeah. I liked Wyoming a lot. I had fun out there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, man. Uh, 
Damn, I should know this because my wife went to school there. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, I wish she went to UT. She's yelling at you right now. I, she probably is. Uh, I'm still going to say the East Coast. You're right. Eastern okay. time zone. What's the score? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I don't have a pen. All right, this is my this is the final final question. Then, all right, final one. All yeah. right, Des Moines, Iowa. God bless oh, Dan Green. Um, Iowa caucuses, corn. Yeah, the corn. Well, it's not Western or Pacific. <laughs> it's not Pacific. whatever you whatever you it you is know, not Pacific. Hoity toy people call it the Pacific. Correct time zone. It's not Eastern, so it's one of the middle guys. Okay. Iowa, Ray Kinsella. Field of Dreams. There's people Central. It is Central. Yeah, there you okay. go. I win. Time's on trivia. Probably not, but that's all right. All right. I, I did you, better this time. I think, I think nice Charlie time. won. Yeah, Charlie yeah. definitely won. All right. That was fun. Yeah, Time's on trivia. I like that. <laughs> we'll be right back. This is the Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Welcome back. Final segment of the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Fresh off my, uh, I wasn't a butt whooping, Chuck. You you beat me in no. time zone trivia. No. I'm just really bad at that. Like, I, I th- think it's bad geography, right? No. But you say you're good at geography. I am. Like, they, they didn't teach you time zones in college or in high school or in really? middle school. No, they taught us state capitals and... And the, the War of eighteen twelve, and you know, and a map, right? Yeah, just visualize the map is but what the, I think. I understand, but the time zones aren't written on the maps, are they? Not in Connecticut, anyway. They didn't have the, you know, this is the middle, this is the central, this so is the, I mean, I the west coast, harder problem. Not <laughs> AKA, the west coast, aka the Pacific. <laughs> didn't I beat you too the last yes. time? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's who beat me. All right. So yeah. I'm zero and two. Yeah, you're bad. All right. We'll do this again <laughs> next week. I'm going to study. Thought I was worse at that. No, no, I'm, I'm horrible. Me and Chuck need to go against each other then next okay. time. Ooh. All right. You want to do a three-way? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm isolating that. Well, Uncle Ray just cringed a little bit. Like, uh, all right, so that. we'll do that. So we got big shows next week. We are going to uh, do Millennial Match Game. Mm-hmm. We have little Sanjay, Johnny Kielbasa, The Faster Review, and we're going to debut a new segment called City Mouse, Country Mouse. Oh, okay. City Mouse, nice. Country Mouse. Uh, it's it's fun. It'll be a fun segment. And uh, does Alex Williams know this food? All right. Uh, he let's, let's do, He never does. Let's do start the show, Longoria. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Uh, I'm going to give half a star to Chuck for beating me in uh, Time Zone Trivia and half a star from Longoria because he's having to deal with all this podcast stuff, so... Or one full star each. I don't know. However you want yeah, to work it. Don't worry. Do anyway. Deb, I'll make it up for uh, me and you next <laughs> no week. No worries. All right. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.